Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know, you like listening to like... <laughs> that was a very angry knock. Oh, it's James's birthday, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> It's James's birthday, Zaj. Creepy, sorry. Hello and welcome back to 30 Flirty and Perishing. Your Clara Kavna. Radio DJ Nova Bop. And your International Party Girl, Sophie Lyons. Guys, thanks so much for tuning back in. We've missed you terribly. <laughs> Where have you been? Where have you been? How has your week been? I'm sitting on the couch here with a glass of Prosecco to nurse my big dirty hangover. I don't have a hangover, but I've been (laughs) nursing a sober bop today. I've had a great all day and we're buzzing to welcome you back. We are welcome back. So the reason I have a big hangover is my judor. I'm going to kick things off. Mm. I went to go see The Lion King. Like, I'm so embarrassed I've gotten to this point in my life, this age, and I haven't seen it. It's exquisite. It is. I need to see it in my adult life. Oh. I think I saw it when I was 10. No. Ish, 9, 10. Gotta go back. I remember it being electrifying. I spent the whole time like sat forward, like on the edge of my seat with my mouth open. Because you're in euphoria. Euphoria. The way they, the legs, that's what I remember. Oh, the, of giraffe. the hyenas. Yes. Oh, the giraffe, sorry. The giraffe is, it must be so uncomfortable as that actor because you're kind of bent forward. But they're crawling. all so hot as well. And so fit. So fit. And like my favourite part, obviously it's the saddest, but... When Mufasa dies, spoiler. I don't remember watching it, this. He like... Off the cliff? Off the... So Scar releases him and he kind of like slow falls in like thunder and lightning. It's so good. God, I don't remember that part. It I was do really just good. remember the legs. I need to see it again. Mm. If I could critique anything. <laughs> the Simba kid was a bit annoying. Do you know what though? I went to Matilda... Yeah. A few years ago. Now, as a child actor myself. <laughs> For I, my child acting days. Do you know what I mean? I like, I'm like, mm, you could have done that better. And the, the girl who played Matilda, I was like, this girl isn't up to scratch. Yeah. She wasn't up to scratch. I'm like, there's so many. Sorry, that's so awful. But she wasn't. <laughs> but maybe she's having an off day. You just don't know. But then at the same time. Understudy. I'm terribly sorry. There's so many kids out there who would die for this part. Yeah, and yeah. She wasn't. <laughs> She wasn't up to par. She wasn't cutting it. No, this Simba kid was just, he was overacting. Like, you kind of knew what he was going to do before he did it. He knew he was in the West End. Yeah, so it had all gone to his little head. Do you imagine how cocky you'd be? Oh, imagine going to school. No, 
if I was one of the West End kids going into school, <laughs> forget it. Your head wouldn't fit through the door. Oh, I'd be like, oh, I can't go to school today. I'm in the West End. You wouldn't? No. I think they go to special tutors as well. Sure, they, they mustn't be... They'd be Actually, practicing the whole time. I'd be a West End child. Oh. I'd put my child You'd be that. really good. I think I'd, I'd get, I'd get too been. big for my boots as well. But sure, they all are. Like, what it's, character would I be? <laughs> I... I, I I wouldn't say Nala because I know she's like it's not the main she's not part. Really anything. If I like something like Billy Elliot, Billy, <laughs> or like to that, like it's about the kid. Oh, like Matilda, but not Matilda. We oh, need something a bit more glamorous. Oh my god, totally. Or like um, what's a good show? I've been to so many. We went and saw, I saw Tina a while ago. Could I be Tina? Baby but Tina. She, <laughs> Baby Tina, there is a baby Tina, and she's wearing like. I'd totally be baby Tina. Yeah, that's that's more fitting. Yeah. But what a good way to start off your mid Jan. It was really yeah. I think well we booked it as well, so it would perk up Jan a little bit. But it was so good, and then we went for dinner, and then we went back to Islington for a a a dance, and. Yeah, it was yeah, just dancing. Yeah, I had a bit of a bob. It was such a weird pub. So it's um I think it's called like the Kings. They it was full of like old men who were definitely all at like some Arsenal game or something and playing loads of garage. So it was actually really good. That sounds sensational. Yeah. What about Saturday? Yeah. So t- I don't even know what time I went to bed at, but I'm tired. You don't remember the nights you went to bed earlier, do you? <laughs> no. Anyway, what's your door? Mine are all centered. I was at home. Um, yes. for like a bit and mine are all centred around the homeland Trish country oh <laughs> like spending time with my mum but that's not my Jador <laughs> that's not my Jador <laughs> I love you mum I do Jador but mine was at the start when we started doing the podcast when it would come out I would listen to it on Spotify or Apple or whatever um, when it came out and then I kind of fell out of doing that so then when last week's episode came out I was still in Dublin. I was like, I should listen to it because I think you can kind of learn some stuff or whatever. Yeah. And where you can improve. Pretend it's not you. Yeah. (laughs) I was working from home and then I, I was like, I should, I think I should listen to it once as a, as a former actor. You can learn from it, you know, Mm -hmm. and then you kind of forget what you've said as well. So people are like, I love this and you forget about it. So I was like, I'll listen to it. The Irish ads beforehand, when you change location, it changes to Irish ads. And it was like... Oh, what did you get? I don't even know. It was, it wasn't Brennan's, but it was something like, you know, you can just hear that delicious accent. It wasn't Brennan's. And And it felt like it was someone being like, Brennan's, today's bread, today. It wasn't Brennan's. But it felt kind of like that. And I just... I I just it, I thought it was so delish, oh. like having Irish ads at the start and the beginning. That's yeah. my door. I thought it was beautiful. Irish cause, ads because <laughs> they're always English at the start. Oh, and usually, I usually get Peloton or Rylan. I don't Ryan. even know what they were. And then there was something about like something about like elderly people crossing the road, oh. a stopping for elderly people. Anyway, it was all Irish accents, and that was my door. Oh. It was like the mother tongue. <laughs> and it was I it was I loved it. It was my absolute fave. So that was my Jador. Pure and simple. Homeland mother tongue with our podcast. I thought it was so nice. Cause you never get to hear it. But that was my Jador. That's cute. 
Yeah, short and sweet. Oh, sorry. I'm going to forget this if I don't say it now. I have a huge disclaimer. So, you know, they've been shouting on about the celestial sorbets. I've been giving out the wrong recipe. Someone messaged me last week saying, can we please make celestial sorbets soon? Oh, there we go. We actually should. So the Celeste of Celestial Sorbet got it. She was listening. Celeste sounds so spicy. Mm. Is she? She's great. Yeah, she sounds great. She's really great. So the recipe is vodka sorbet. And I was saying Prosecco. And she said, no, it's cava. and Because cava doesn't give you a hangover. Spanish. The Spanish Prosecco. Prosecco. Interesting. So I anyway, have some plans caveats. for the celestial sorbet in my noggin. Mm-hmm. Coming to you soon, girls. Yeah, but no more than two. Otherwise, like you'd lose your bag or something. I've actually found, I was saying this to one of the girls earlier, I've found my tolerance since just before Christmas has like, it doesn't exist. Do you think it's to COVID? I think it might long be. COVID. I think it might be to COVID. I have no tolerance. Like it's it, none. It's it's fabulous, ish. Yeah, I mean, we are where we are. We're here. It's twenty twenty two. It's twenty twenty two. I know it's weird. Now my test, I must say, I'm gonna have to eat my hat. All that shite I was talking about January being oh, we're at the beginning of a year and looking at your future, being boring. Oh my god! It's like the universe was like. I'm going to give you a real shit January to show you how shit is. I'm now, it's awful. I'm having existential crisis after one, after the other. Like philosophical. I'm staring down the barrel of January and I'm just overwhelmed with how shit it is. I... Now, obviously, I had a lovely night at Lion King and there has been some good weekends. But just the, what am I doing? Staring into space. What's happening? What's happening? Where am I? Who am I? Who? Yeah. I thought, I think because I preempted it, it was so bad. We've had opposite. Yeah. I've had the opposite effect, oddly enough. And my swapping chairs. This oh. I think is my in it's so busy in work, I haven't had a chance to think oh. who am I? Which blessing and a curse. I don't want to be worked that hard. But Yeah, yeah, but at mine least you're opposites. busy. Oh, I'm I'm honestly just wondering like what is life? Why are we all here? What, what is, are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> so my friend Jordan and I used to have these conversations a few years ago where we would get like super philosophical um, and we still do it every now and again but not as much but yeah. like we'd be kind of delighted being like what is this mm. why are we here why are we here at the same time yeah why do we exist what's our purpose <laughs> and you can get really depressed or very like kind of turned on by it and yeah. we would always get kind of turned on by it because you're like what's gonna happen all that kind of stuff like what does it all mean I don't know, but there's nothing worse than questioning your existence. (laughs) (laughs) I've done it a few times. I did it. Remember I had my, um, what's that? Sad syndrome. Seasonal Uh, affective disorder. I had that at the end of September really badly. I would say 10th degree. Like if 10th was the worst, I had nine or 10. It was Mm. really, really bad. And it was never, it never materialized because in my head I was like, this is awful. And it never materialized. And I think if you preempt it, it makes it better. Okay, so next January, I'm gonna I think next January, so like, oh my god, this is awful, and yeah, then you, yeah, you yeah. can only go up. I was really on a high horse. No, you weren't. I think you were actually just being a positive pat. Yeah, it fucking came back to bite me. Mama. But I mean, you're still kind of coming out of COVID as well. So yeah, but I just feel like I'm not doing anything. I'm like, paralyzed. but no one's doing anything. I'm like, huh. no, this. If you're not going to do stuff now, you'll never do them. 
No, this week is the kickoff to life again. It is actually getting Third much brighter week of Jan. at the moment. No one does anything in January. They might go away, yeah, but it's yeah. like a sleepy go away. Sleepy go away. I wouldn't um, worry about it. Thank you. Also, I don't think anyone knows why we're here. Yeah, and it's just more like, what are you doing with your life? What, what is this? Why am I here? Why am I here? I saw this clip of Jimmy Carr on something and it was only like 15 seconds. And he goes, you know, when you break it down and when you think about it, the purpose of life is to enjoy the passing of time. And then I was like, okay. And he was like, if you think about it, you just have to enjoy the passing of time. And he was like, the chance that we're here, like him and the person who was interviewing him, the chance that we are here together is very slim. Mm. And he was like, you have to just So many variables. You know, like if you meet like the love of your life or your best friend or whatever, yeah, yeah. you have the best night out or blah, 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 you have the best holiday. The chances of it happening are actually very slim. It is slim. True, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then if you just in, embrace it and enjoy it because it's so rare mm. that it will happen. Thanks, Jimmy. Happy girly. Happy lucky girl. I, actually, I saved it on my phone because I remember being like, God, that's really profound from Jimmy Carr. Who would have thought? From, but isn't that gorgeous? From him. I know. That is gorgeous. Okay, maybe I'll just try and enjoy the passing. But also, I think you kind of have to just bask in the misery sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, you kind of have to feel it. Feel John. You have to lean in. Lean into that fear. Pastor Gaz. Pastor Gaz. Pastor yeah. Gaz needs uh, his own sermon. <laughs> yeah, I need to give myself a sermon. But I'm just like, I got this like he- this book called The Head Plan and it's like all these goals and like help set you up yeah. to achieve them. And I just, I don't do anything about it. I just stress that I haven't done it. I don't, uh, so I'm paralyzed by the kind of like, you should set process. some goals. And then I'm like, I just won't do that. And then I get stressed that I didn't do it. I think I only do short term goals personally. Yeah. Maybe In the long fair. term, I'm like, I want to be a pop star. I want to be yeah, this. Yeah. But like, I think my only goals are short term. Yeah, I think. But if you get your big picture and then you break it down into smaller steps, maybe that's a good way. I, don't know, I still haven't done it. I hate that, that pasture gas is stressing about existence. Oh, it's just January, I suppose. I think it's just January. Yeah. Ride that wave of bland. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy the moment. Yeah. Enjoy that it's shit. Enjoy the show. I think or you're right. Bask in the misery. Yeah. All right. What are you suggesting? Mine all has to do with on that note travel. Because as I said, in- I was at home <laughs> and you're an and international I came party back. girl. And I'm an international party girl. And travel, anything to do with travel rules sends me oh. soaring. I don't like rules in general. I hate people telling me what to do. I can't stand it. I hate authority. Bright. I just don't like it. So when it comes on me and I have to take it because I know there's no way out. Yeah. It infuriates me. I have a size eight foot. For any you do. I know you do, that's why I like you. <laughs> We're rare. We're a rare breed. Club eight. Club eight. We're rare. Mm. Sometimes a nine if I'm in a Zara boot for winter. With well, a thick Zara sock. is ridiculous. With a thick sock, I think a nine is <laughs> I hope there's no guys listening to this that I fancy. Because that's not sexy. But the size of the suitcase that fits on your on the cabin mm. Overhead baggage is stupid. It's too small. It fits like a laptop on a coat. It doesn't fit anything else. Yeah. And I put my winter boots in my suitcase and I swear to God, it, it may as well have been full oh. with the size eight thing. So I was like, that was annoying me anyway. And I was like, this happens to me. Boots. All my friends who have size two feet, which actually are a lot of them. And they're like, oh, why do you have such trouble packing? And I'm like, you've like elf feet. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> the shoes things annoy me. 
Then I went to go up to the gate today and then I had a coffee in my hand. It was almost gone. But then the woman taking my boarding card was like, and no hot beverage. Oh, she was actually from the north. So she goes, and no hot beverages. So you can finish that over to the side. And I just, I can't stand people telling me stuff like that. And I'm like, I've paid for your flight. I've paid for priority against my greater judgment because you told me I'd have to check on my baggage if I didn't get priority. And then you're telling me to down my coffee. Fuck off. You're right. I know it's not their fault, but why can't I bring a half full coffee on board? And then the seat belt and then the pull the thing down. All the rules. Literally. I want to scream. I can't stand it. I'm like, stop telling me what to do. I've paid. Like, leave me alone. I usually just have my headphones in and just don't listen to the... I didn't say anything because I'm like, I'm not acknowledging the fact that you just told me that. And I just drank it. There wasn't that much left. That's not the point. Stop telling me what to do. (laughs) I I love this rant and I couldn't agree with you more. It's such an anarchy. I'm like, stop telling me that I can only fit this in your cabin. Do you know what I mean? Stop, stop. (laughs) Enough's enough. Sorry, I'm being so serious. If you've big feet, you should be allowed in a bigger suitcase. I think the point, though, of the measurements for the cabin peg is so they actually fit in. Not true, because I shoved stuff in the front pocket and it still fit. Yeah, but, like, the bag is small. But then they're like, oh, no, you're only allowed one handbag. Like, that, I'm like, I'm so sorry. What year are we living in? (laughs) It's 2022. Let me have separate bags. And then they're like, no, no. And then I'm like, oh, well, I can pull my jacket out and carry that if that's going to bother you. Yeah, that's annoying, isn't it? They made me stuff my bag Oh, and they're like, can you just do this? And I'm like, can you... I know it's not the cabin crew's fault. That's not the point. It's the people making these rules. I'm sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I stand by everything I said. I think it's fucking ridiculous. Do you think it's Ryanair versus... No, because I was on a premium vibe earlier. I'm not even going to say their name. Oh, so it's... Oh. Finish your beverage. And I'm like, just because I'm a bit younger, the way they say it to me. If someone said that to my mum, I'd be like, you can take a hike telling my mum to get rid of her coffee. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just over it. And mm. the plane was like not even a third full. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to spill my coffee on the man next to me. There, I had to find myself. I've never heard of that. Right. Maybe that person was just power hungry. My sister told me once her, my mum and her were getting on a flight and they go, and no hot beverages. And my mum is so like by the book, like she just doesn't want to go against anyone else. <laughs> my sister said she was just like, I'm taking. And just walked on and I was like, yes, yes Trish. Trish. <laughs> Sing it, sister. But those rules, I'm like, I can't stand it. No, that's Anyway, right. I don't want to make traveling. It. It's a privilege traveling. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah. We can go everywhere. As an international party girl, I need it. <laughs> but stop telling me what to do. And I think because you don't like it, you notice it way more. Oh, even in a professional, like with COVID, when they're like, you know, two days a week or whatever like that, that you work in the office. If someone tells me my specific days, Mm. I get it. Like, because of numbers, you have to tell them your days. When someone tells me specific days, I get, I get so angry. (laughs) I'm like, stop telling me what days to go in. I'll go in when I want to. I have an authority problem. I already know this. Hurry in school. Awful. Are you joking? I hate authority. I can't stand it. Well, I think we kind of need it to survive as a society, though. You you do not need the cabin bag no, you to don't, survive no, no, in no, society. No, no, no. <laughs> Fuck that. Anyway, I'm fucking sick of it. Because, like, anyway. <laughs> I could go on. I could well. literally go on for hours. Oh. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Anyway, let's move on to more positive energy. As it's nearing the end of January, and Clara and I were saying there's been a lot of engagements. Oh, Christmas the, is obviously a popular time. Mm-hmm. Prime time for engagements. And a lot of babies. A lot of babies. A lot of babies. Um, well, like pregnancy news and stuff like that. Yeah, because I think loads of people get home and loads of people are together or whatever it is. And it's like a good time to share it if you're getting engaged and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, which is really exciting, obviously. It's fabulous. Very Welcoming news. new humans into the world and... New matrimonies. Oh yeah! Oh, shout out for um my best friend Emma had a baby Benjamin. Oh, Benji. baby Benji! Welcome, welcome to welcome. the world. He's a big head of black hair. He's so cute. Rachel had a huge hair head of black hair when she was born. Massive <laughs> like, mohawk. Oh yeah, they were said the dad uh, dad Matt was like, oh we should try different hairdos with with them. Ponytails. Yeah, it'll be stunning. Welcome, Benjamin. Yeah, mullet, maybe. Who knows? Uh, welcome, Benjamin. Yeah, and also, I suppose, maybe with the existential crisis I've been having, there's been a few shower thoughts, and I couldn't help but wonder. Okay, so our parents met at 25, probably in college, probably... Were yeah, your parents 25? When they got married. Uh, when they met, they met in college. It's still really young, but Yeah, yeah. So then, uh, no pressure. When I started college, I was like, I'm going to meet my husband here. Really? I really thought I would, yeah. Really? I was waiting fucking a long time. My <laughs> Probably mom, a decade then. I think my mum was 28 when she met my dad. But guess where they met? Where? Out at the moon. What? Like what ultimate, a meet cute. Ultimate love. Right, so our parents met with those beautiful love stories. Probably married at 25, house and a kid by 30 at the latest. Mm-hmm. Sweeping statement. So now for our generation, I feel like people aren't settling down as early, maybe not having kids either. And now that there's so much more variety, like the impact of dating apps has totally changed since Tinder came along in what, like five or six years ago. Dating has completely changed. There's all this choice now and we all think that like something better could be coming around the corner. It's basically like Deliveroo for dates. Yeah. So... We're spoiled for choice and maybe paralysed by the choice. So people are, for whatever reasons, are settling down later. We now have, like, the impact of all the marriage referendums, the abortion referendum. Yeah. And, like, you can already see the difference between our generation, say, and Gen Zers, who are, like, you know, so woke and inclusive and uh, probably famous on TikTok already by the time they're born. So what will, like, their kids be like? What is the... Utopian future. Utopian bop. 
of like oh, how will it look of living because like you've way more different types of long-term relationships yeah like open marriages are way more common now so will that be will the what will the traditional do will marriage die out will or will people be getting married because they for tax reasons I is that the incentive over like will there be more I know a lot of partnerships I don't know very many marriages I think it's either um I think it's like a real fork in the road of what it's going to be like Mm. next generation or the generation down because what I'm seeing now personally is that people are either the traditional ones are getting more traditional Mm. or the what would you call the other side it's not rogue but the non-traditional, more open view, mm. that side, are going more that way. So it's like a severe left. They're getting warped, yeah. Severe left and severe right. So I notice like people the year below me, some of them were married or engaged at like 27, which is so Your young. baby! Oh my God, I'm so immature. 27. Like, like for me, I'm like, oh, even now I'm it's like... It's like a child bride in my eyes. But in, that's what it's like for me because I think I'm the complete other end. So yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. 27, I'm like, what? like at 27, I didn't even know like... Like how to wash my clothes. Pro- I was using fabric softener when I lo- used to went, moved to London over washing detergent. <laughs> no, literally, one of the girls came over and she was like, "Where is your washing detergent?" And I was like, "It's there." And she's like, "That's fabric softener." <laughs> I was washing for a year with that. I'm definitely the other side where I'm like rom- a romantic and like the idealist, but I don't. It's not a certain thing where I need to do it at a certain age. But I think the traditionalists are getting more traditional and they're getting yeah, married yeah, more yeah. young and they want their kids within a year or two, which is in like, if it was me and I got married, I'd want like ideally five years of just having fun and like going on holidays where you can have your alone time. Yeah, because you need time together as a couple first because kids change everything. Once you have kids, you're, you, there's certain things. It's like having a, it's like having a, a dog. Like mm. you can't, I know, I know loads of people who've gotten a dog in the last year, like couples. And I'm like, whoa, that's like, whoa, whoa. a big commitment. Like a dog is, it's such a big commitment. It's yeah. like a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I think it's either going extreme one way or extreme the other way for me. So I think when we get two generations of the line, it's going to be people where they're like, relationships but it's a partner and we're you know we don't need a marriage certificate yeah. or i got married at 25 yeah 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 that's where i see it's going yeah but that's just for me i agree and as well like a lot more has become more acceptable so the, like the concept of marriage will that be outdated so yes the traditional is getting more traditional but like will there be Maybe, will there be, obviously marriages are like a multi-billion, gajillion dollar industry, but you just wonder, will marriage look different in 50 years? Because more is accepted. I kind of hope so. I think like, um, also I think though, like if you grow up in our, if with our age, our generation, if you grow up with parents who are divorced, Mm. your outlook on marriage is completely different. I've never experienced that, which is, is, I treat myself as lucky that I haven't experienced that but I think if you have parents who are divorced your outlook depending on the relationship between the two of them is mm. completely different so you might think now in this age if you're my age and your parents were divorced you might be like oh, I'm not interested in marriage yeah um, and that might be their outlook I personally like I think it's amazing oh yeah yeah like yeah. I'm so into it however I would never even if I met the love of my life I would never get married in my mid-twenties no. I it's not my vibe. 
But mm. I think it might start tilting that way. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With people like getting... <laughs> Do my research. When I, when I put my glasses on in my lab kit, that's <laughs> what I see. I see people going more towards... Because I think the other side is going so extreme, the other side of like... Like open relationships to me or like... I'm dying to know more about them. And like, I'm so intrigued. There's a good few... You know Stacey Dooley? She's kind of like um, Louis Theroux type of documentary. Okay, woman. no. She did one on... She moves in, basically, and she... It could be with loads of different types of people, but the first episode is on open marriages. And it's like jealousy doesn't exist between the two couples. Sorry, between the two people in the relationship. So it was like this... A girl and a guy and they had a kid and the kid and the like and then the grandparents and everyone, everyone was really involved like everybody knew that they were in an open relationship and they'd go to these parties and then she's bi so she would get with girls then they would they had a girl living with them for a while who what was the third person yeah and it was like a, a roommate and then well the way it worked out was that it, it didn't you know with like a I feel like with a throuple it never <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, you know, you've like three best friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a few throuples. <laughs> really tickled you. Sorry. But with a, a, a throuple, like it never fully lasts. You'll never get people on board for the whole time. And the, anyway, the girl ends up moving out at the end. But you remember in Sex and the City, the second movie? Mm. Do you remember when Big was like, I, you know, I want a, a few days off from this relationship? Oh my God. I remember watching that and she, you know, she really wants certain things every day basically out of the relationship. And I like f- for me, she was like nagging him about stuff and I was like, leave the guy alone. And he was like, let's just take a few days off a week where I can go and do my stuff and blah, blah, blah. She was nagging him. So I don't agree with that. It would honestly break my heart if someone suggested something like that and was like, can I go stay here two days a week and blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's awful. It would break my heart if someone said that to me. Mm. Equally, you shouldn't be nagging someone else. That's just annoying. I know. But if someone suggested something like living apart for two days a week or like, I'm so pro, like, go do your own thing. Like, if you want to do... Yeah. On the weekends, like, we're not joined at the hip. Go do your thing. I'm so into it. But if someone suggested having two days a week off our relationship, I would just die. I would cry myself. Or about, like, for me, if someone was like, let's introduce someone else into our relationship i would just I'm die i'm too jealous i couldn't do it i would just be so heartbroken if someone suggested or it's that. like let's go open and it's nothing oh wrong my god the open thing if someone goes oh for a night i'd be upset if someone said open as a thing i would i would just be i would just die yeah and i think it suits people and if it makes if, if it sustains a relationship i'm all for if it, it suits you totally if it but suits like, you go for it i just couldn't i c- couldn't do that i'm too jealous I would just be so heartbroken that like I wasn't yeah not enough but that I wasn't I wasn't fulfilling it mm. but I got a few stats because I Go thought this on. was interesting Alan with her stats so in 2020 2021 the marriage this is in UK now so okay pinch salt the marriage rate fell by 69% to 2.3 persons marrying per thousand people what is that of anything to do with COVID though oh it, there you go Gazer. This is due to the impact of COVID, oh. the COVID outbreak. However, this is expected to rise 
to seven per seven people marrying per thousand people in 2021 to 2022. So it's going to go from 2.5 people marrying per thousand to seven people marrying per thousand. But like, that's not a lot at all. Yeah, at all. No. And then I got, also got one about divorce. Um, the current median age. So median is, I think, highest divided by the lowest. So it's like the middle age. Yeah. For marrying. Marrying. Forget, <laughs> for getting married. Is 34.2 for men and 32 for women. Yeah, that seems right. And that's, that's around 2017. So that's pretty recent. 1975. The median age was 28 for men and 26 for women. Like, that's really wow, young. That's so young. And then it's just like these days, couple, couples are more comfortable with like the idea of like cohabiting, which I think is like people are either doing the extreme again. They're either going, no, I want to get married because I've been with him for 10 years. Mm. Or they're like, we don't need to do that. Like, you know, that's not a thing for us. Yeah, it's kind of like a decision they make together. It's, I suppose it's what you find important. You know, if you were that arse about getting married, you just probably wouldn't bother. No, like I have a few friends who've been going out with their boy. I was going to say their other half, but that just makes me feel sick. Their boyfriends for... Ye- like a long time like over 10 years and one of my friends is like um i was like do you think because so many people are getting engaged i was like do you think you're headed that way kind of thing and she was like i actually it's not even high on my priority list really and like i i actually thought that was so delicious yeah, yeah where yeah. she was just like i'm so happy as i am and she was just like it's not a priority for me she's like i've loads to do and it's not really a big thing for me. I thought that was so nice. But but then, right, so that she's made, she has her peace with that and she's happy out and that's fine. But I think we are, I don't think it's right, judged in society by like your career, Miles your sense. marriage and the babies. 100%. And if you choose to not do those things or like for whatever reason. It's rogue. It's, it's rogue. Yeah, but, and it's also like, uh, it's, I think you're... Th- Thought of less, thought less of, or it's kind of like it's something that you haven't a goal you haven't achieved. Yeah, you've but kind how of you missed the mark. Yeah, or like if say yeah. if a couple decide they don't want kids, people just assume there's like fertility issues or whatever. Yeah, but you could barren just, basically. Mm. Yeah. Whereas you could just be like, well, we, we don't actually want them. I do think though, two generations down the line, that won't be a conversation because I think our generation now people are going, they're like twisting the. The, the equation if you will they're yeah. like kind of messing with it and like our parents might be like what's going on there I think then when it gets down to one generation down they'll be like oh it's not that big a deal I think when it goes to people will be like mm. yeah yeah I think you're right yeah I think that's what will happen because I just, like like kids are a huge a, a, a huge responsibility but also like you know the world is burning why bring a kid in <laughs> I know like I definitely like I definitely want kids Mm. Like I would never think of myself as not having kids, but I also don't think I'm not one of those people who thinks I need to d- hit specific mm. age and certain accomplishments by a certain time. I just don't think like that. I don't think you do either. No, no, sure. If I did, I'd be terribly disappointed. But I'm all- <laughs> I think. But it's how we value and, and, and... But I also think there's this huge thing of a domino effect. And there's this huge, mm. this huge thing of like, especially with girls, I think there's a lot of stuff where it's like, oh, well, you know, she is has been going out with a boyfriend for five years and they got married then in June. She's like, well, we've been going out for six years. Should we not be engaged? 
And I yeah. think there's this whole thing of like a domino effect. So one gets engaged. Like yeah. you can see it happening. Like I've seen it. It does. And the, the babies as well. But now it's all natural. But times, that's but all yeah. human nature. That's how it works. So one person starts it off and then it goes on and it goes on. I personally don't work like that, but I understand why you would. Because mm. if you don't have someone showing you an example or what they're doing, then nothing would ever happen. So yeah. Like, if someone's like, oh no, I need to start having babies soon, then you start going, oh, well, maybe I should start having babies. Yeah, it makes you think about your own life when your friends go through it. Existential bop. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's what it, it is, because you're constantly looking around, not comparing yourself, but you're seeing where someone else is in their life. And if you are similar, so you're a girl mm. and you're 30, yeah. and you're a prof- young professional, or whatever it is, and she's doing this, it does naturally make you go, oh, maybe I should probably do that as well. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. why a lot of it happens, which is normal. Like, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. personally work like that. Mm. Um, but I get why people do work like that. Yeah. But I hope as it as you, like, go on, I think, like, I mean, the open relationship isn't for me. But I think the whole thing of, like, if you're just into, like, cohabiting with your cellmate or if mm-hmm. you, you know, you don't want to get married necessarily or you don't want to have kids, like, I think it will get more non-traditional in some specs as we go ahead yeah because like who's to say like your life is any less you know I, I do it's like a societal thing so I hope it does die out because you know there's like a prejudgment of like oh of course there is yeah and, and like, like Dolly Alderton always, always said oh, it's that Carrie Bradshaw argument I was like, just gonna say yeah, that episode how do we celebrate which remember those. she goes and she leaves her shoes and she's like I left my shoes in your apartment the girl goes I'm so sorry I forgot about that yeah cause like that's not that the important the kids are so yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. she's like I've spent like and she adds up how much she spent on mm-hmm. this one girl for celebrating engagements weddings babies anniversaries and she whatever the amount is she's like I've spent this amount on this girl and I've lost my shoes at her house. And she's just like, she's like, what do I get? Mm. And then um, I think Charlotte's like, you get birthdays. And she's like, no, no, everyone has a birthday. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, but that's so fucking fair. Yeah. What does Carrie get back? Like, she doesn't really get anything back. Yeah, how, but, how, but there is no real answer, though. How, how do Absolutely you... not. But I do think, like, the longer you go on, the the less of these kind of, like, the fact that people have, like, baby showers is mm. is extremely american yeah like that wasn't a thing for our mums like that's no, not no. they're lovely they're great yeah. but that's not an irish thing that's literally been taken from america and brought over yeah, yeah. even like a bridal shower the like the shower thing that's completely american that's also taken from like television and movies like that's mm. not an irish thing like as in like that's all taken from like television and movies and brought over from America. It's great celebrating your friend and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But all these things of like bridal showers and baby showers and all this kind of stuff, they that did not happen with her mums. Like yeah, they get yeah. their friends together and stuff, but this whole thing of like that's completely taken from like television in America mm-hmm. or American society. TV. Yeah. Yeah, and that episode of Sex and City, I when I oh, first saw very... it, I when I first saw it, I was like. I hate this. Carrie's so annoying. I, it was one of my least favorite episodes. But after listening to Sentimental in the City, I'm watching it now at the age I'm at now. She's got a fucking point. She has 10 points. How do you say? Like, it's sad that there is no real you answer. You don't. Also, if you talk to guys about this, they'll be like, what? Like, it's yeah. only girls you can have this conversation with. Mm-hmm. And it's such a question answered. I'll never have an answer for it. That's a sad. And Unless guys, you just throw yourself parties all the time. Also, I think guys kind of think if you're single, you're they're like, oh, that's just because she's single. It's like, no, no. Like, it is such a question. Because guys, it's just like they might have a stag do. 
Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Guys don't do that. For girls, it's like, could you put 25 in for this? And can you put 30 in for that? And this, mm. la, la, la. And like, guys don't have that. And it's like, it's a huge chunk of your disposable income towards something that you may never get return investment on. Yeah, yeah. And like, you kind of just have to do it because... You well, know, and the like hens wanna, and all that they're loads of fun and you well you want to celebrate your friends as well but like that Carrie Bradshaw question is like am I ever going to see this back yeah like you might not mm-hmm. it's actually quite existential I know it's a real shower thought isn't it yeah <laughs> <laughs> am I getting paid back <laughs> I need to get it like because you um, we were talking about is it Venmo that's like sharing money apps okay that's like you're like in the shower thinking like when are they gonna Venmo me that back? Oh, yeah, Venmo. But that's not what life is. Life's about like giving. <laughs> it's and sharing. Giving and no sharing. Joe Triviani, giving and sharing <laughs> and receiving <laughs> and growing. <laughs> yeah, I uh, know it is, and it like all the weddings and baby showers are all so fun. Carrie Mitchell has a point. Carrie has a fucking point. Are you joking? <laughs> I stand by her even though she's so annoying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wanted to say, we obviously said it in the last episode, but we keep getting such nice messages from new listeners. And they're always like the most perfectly timed ones. It's when we're feeling at our most existential. I got one on Friday and I was having the worst time (laughs) in work where I was literally just like, I felt sick. I was so stressed. And I got a message from a girl and she said she was a new listener. And it couldn't have come from a nicer time. We just want to say thank you so much um, for listening and passing it on to all your friends. Oh, yeah. And if you're one of our new listeners from around the world, you can always go back. Oh, and Afghanistan. We have an Afghanistan vibe. I saw a few earlier. Welcome. Afghanistan and India. I don't know if I've mentioned India before. No, no. But thank you so much for listening and passing on that you like it. We hope you enjoy it. You can go back and listen to our old eps. You can pass it about where Gazza and I have some great out plans in the New Year's to get some different content out to you and a few new visuals so you can see what oh, the no. girlies look see like. See our mugs. Wait, yeah, I, you can see our No delicious. one would want to see my mug today my hair is like a nest i was out there earlier and I, i'm not wearing any makeup and i said i'm not wearing any makeup and one of the girls was like no like you did you like i would die if i took pickies with that <laughs> but thank you so much for listening we really appreciate it love you lots pastor gaz international party girl <laughs> what will i sing mate i'll sing us out in a party anthem yeah please i have it <laughs> do you know adagio for strings what do you remember when we went to Wes? That light in the middle. Oh yeah. Do, 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 do. Ah, ah. <laughs> was this Wesley? That really obsessed me. Was that not around when you were doing it? And everyone's hands. There's obviously this is a dance song. Oh my god, it was amazing. The lights would be flickering, and everyone's anyway. Oh, or maybe that's that was a nope, new the dub. Yep, anyway, thank you so much. Hope you have a good week, girls, and catch you later. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 